The Lord be with you. A reading of the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. On the evening of that first day of the week when the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So I want to pick up where I left off last week. If you were here last week, we finished up the homily, and I asked everybody a question, are you in? And what we were doing is making a comparison to these sort of superhero stories like the Avengers movies, uh, where it's, it's such an epic story the comparison was that those stories really help us understand the story, the great divine story of what God is doing. And so today as we celebrate Pentecost, the ascended Lord now uh, sends the Holy Spirit down on his disciples, and what Jesus is doing is he's launching his mission. And it's a rescue operation to save the entire universe from evil and from sin and from the power of Satan. And as we talked about that last week, we said that with that Holy Spirit comes power, hyper-mega-dynamite power of the Holy Spirit that has been given to us for this mission. So I'll ask you again, in case you weren't here last week, are you in? Will you join up in this mission of Jesus to save the universe? Well, hopefully you'll say yes. And if you do, what I want to do today through the words of St. Paul in 1 Corinthians 12, is is look at what is the next logical question. And that is, well, then what's my place? If you're in, what's my place in that great epic story? In 1 Corinthians 12, Paul does a couple of things. The first one is he talks about what we have in common, what we share with each other. He says things like this, For in one spirit we were all baptized into one body. We were all given to drink of one spirit. What he's getting at is that in our baptism, the Holy Spirit has been poured into every one of us. We've all been given this great gift of the Spirit and the power then that comes from the Spirit. And it's then only by the Spirit that we are able to say, Jesus is Lord. In other words, that faith has been created in our hearts. That mega-hyper-dynamite power that caused Jesus to rise from the dead and then be ascended to the heights of heaven is the very thing that now has made your heart and my heart come alive with faith, come alive in this Holy Spirit to have a relationship with God once again. That's what we share in common. But the second thing that Paul does in 1 Corinthians 12 is talk about what we each have differently. And for this, I want to kind of go back to this superhero comparison again, and this is now the time for audience participation in the homily. I'd like to ask you, and you can raise your hands, maybe some of the kiddos want to get in on this, who is your favorite superhero and why? Who is your favorite superhero and and why? Any brave volunteers? 
Superman. Why is Superman your favorite, Todd? He has all-encompassing powers. Okay? Good. Let me come over here. Iron Man. Why do you love Iron Man? Because he's got gloves and he can fly and do all of those things. All right, good. Simon. Why Batman? I was just going to say, because he's Batman. I mean, that's what he always says. I'm Batman. That's, I mean, that's it, right? Yeah, you love Batman. All right, let's do one more up here. Yeah, go ahead, buddy. The Hulk, why? Because he's strong. Hulk smash, right? See, here's the thing about all of these superheroes is whether it's Hulk smash or Spidey slinging webs or, you know, Scarlet Witch, she's kind of one of the newer ones. She's got telekinesis, whatever that is. All of these superheroes have different superhero powers, right? They don't all have the same thing. Now, if you like these kind of stories, you watch the movies or you read the comic books, you know that sometimes they, they, they go out and they fight whoever the villain is all by themselves, but if it's a really powerful enemy, if it's a really big battle, those superheroes have to work together. They, they end up teaming up, each of them using their individual superhero powers to fight whatever those forces of evil might be. If you've seen those Avenger movies, the epic battle scenes, it's all of the superheroes coming together to fight off the enemies and each of them using those powers. See, this is exactly what the Holy Spirit does with us. And so I want to talk about three quick things that Paul says, how that Holy Spirit gives us, I'll say, superhero powers. First of all, he uses two simple words. He says, to each. To each. He doesn't say, to some, to a few, to those who are really privileged. He says, to each. To each individual, the manifestation of the Spirit is given. To every one of you, the Spirit has come. The Spirit has given gifts. The second thing he says, though, is that those gifts in each of us are different. He talks about different kinds of spiritual gifts, different forms of service, different workings. Every one of us has a different superhero power. But it all comes from the same source, from the same Spirit, from the same Lord, from the same God. Now, I'd like you to notice in that the Holy Trinity. The Spirit, the Lord, and by that Paul means Jesus, and God, he means the Father. We're going to talk more about the Holy Trinity next week, but you see, all of what I'm going to talk about is because this is who God is, and then he made us to be a reflection of that. So this God, this Holy Trinity, is one God, a unity, But there's also three distinct persons in the Holy Trinity. And they don't all do the same thing, right? They all have a different place and role that they play in that great divine mission that God has. They are unified in that one divine mission of love. And this is how he's made us to be, to be his church. We are called to be one church, one family. And yet we're not like God doesn't make us all the same homogenous, you know, like we're an amoeba. We just sort of come together as one big blob. We are made up of distinct persons with each of us given distinct gifts. But again, it's all for that one divine mission of Jesus, which is the mission to save every soul 
in the universe. And so each of these gifts are given. The third point is this. The first one, given to each. The second one, we're given different things. The third point is that it's for the common good. And what does he mean by that? Paul takes two more chapters to explain what he means by the common good. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, the next chapter, it's where he famously describes what love is. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It's not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It's not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. And then in the next chapter, 14, verse 1, he says these words, pursue love. Pursue that love in 1 Corinthians 13. Pursue love and earnestly desire the spiritual gifts. And if you read through chapter 14, he says over and over and over again, these spiritual gifts are to build up the church. These spiritual gifts are to build up each other. These spiritual gifts are so that unbelievers would become believers who will also say Jesus is Lord. That's the common good. That's what it's all for. It's for this mission of Jesus. It's all for love. So what is your place in this story? What are the distinct gifts the Holy Spirit has given to you? By the way, here at Trinity, we have a little uh, tool that we use to kind of help people discover what that is. If they're wondering, I don't know what my spiritual gifts are. And it's called simply a spiritual gifts inventory. If you have never taken that before, or maybe it was a long time ago and you'd like to do it again, I would just invite you, when it comes time to take the offering and you fill out the attendance card, put a little note on your attendance card with your contact info and put it in the offering basket. And Sue Emick, our Director of Membership Ministry, she will get in touch with you about that and go through it with you. I want to finish, though, by saying just a few things about these spiritual gifts. How do we know what these distinct gifts are the Spirit has given to us? The first thing is this. Take a look at what you're good at. What are your talents, your skills, and your abilities? Second of all, take a look at the experiences you've had in life. Those moments where God has filled your life with His grace. Maybe it's great success that you had in life. Other times, maybe it's one of those trials that you had to endure. But God filled those experiences of your life with His grace. And now you can take those experiences and use them as a gift to help somebody else. But even more importantly, look at what God has put into your heart. Where has the Holy Spirit lit a fire in you? Let me ask that again. Where has the Holy Spirit lit a fire in you? Maybe it's for a particular cause or purpose that just you are so passionate about whatever this cause might be. Or maybe it's more about who you are and you just, you can't help but be you. You like, you, you gotta do this. This has gotta come out of you. You can't contain it within you. What's really awesome is you can find a cause that lines up with who you are and you put those two together. Who are you? Many of us here cannot help but be leaders. We, 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 we have to lead or it drives us crazy. Others of us are amazing teachers. We love to, to help people share wisdom and, 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 and learning. Some of us are amazing encouragers. 
We know how to build people up. Others of us have the gift of generosity. Which, by the way, generosity, some people think, well, that means you've got to have a lot of stuff. No, it doesn't. Generosity is all about taking what you have and simply being generous with it. Others of us have a great gift of hospitality. You know how to make people feel welcome and accepted. Others are so compassionate and caring and empathetic. You know how to nurture people. And others here hunger and thirst for God. They constantly go to Him in prayer. They they, they intercede for the church and for others. These are just a few examples of the kind of gifts that the Holy Spirit puts into our hearts. Lights a fire within us. You probably have more than one of them. But what happens if we take all the gifts that you've been given and I've been given and the people that are around you and all the Christians throughout the world and you begin to harness all of them together for the mission of Jesus? And you go into that battle like the superheroes do to fight the enemy and defeat him. And defeat him. Are you in? Are you in? And if so, what is your place in this great epic story? The distinct gifts that the Holy Spirit has given to you are so that you can be a gift of yourself to others. Do you realize that only you can love the way you do? You have a unique love to give. What is it the Holy Spirit has given to you? Perhaps the most important thing of all is to pray. And by pray, here's what I mean. Look at these words one more time of Paul. Pursue love and earnestly desire the spiritual gifts. That's what prayer is. Pursue, desire, seek from the Holy Spirit. I want to give you a second to do that. Just a few moments to pray. To talk with the Holy Spirit about the distinct gifts he has given to you and what your place is in this epic story. St. Catherine of Siena famously said, be who you are and you will set the world on fire. Be who you are. Be who the Holy Spirit has made you to be and you will set the world on fire with his fiery love. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's stand and confess our faith.